What's going on, everybody? Welcome to LifeCast with Ryan Leak. I'm your host, Peter Reeves. Ryan just did a talk called 2020 Vision for Others. Check out this clip. Never judge a book by its cover. We've heard this term, we've heard this phrase since we were kids. But when we say never judge a book by its cover, we're not really talking about books, are we? We're talking about people. Because we all can judge one another. We can all look at someone's appearance and make a calculation about them that is just flat out wrong. I was playing basketball about a month and a half ago, and uh, it was open gym. Uh, Open gym has two ways to assemble basketball teams. One way is you go in and you write your name on a whiteboard. Wherever you write your name, whatever other names are there, that's who you play with. You don't get to choose. Now, there's some people who cheat. They put up fake names so they can get their squad together. But nevertheless, it's it's the whiteboard assimilation system, okay? That's how it's done. Then it's the old school recess method, you know, captains, okay, I'm first captain your second captain and we we sort of pick our team so about a month and a half ago i was told that i was a captain so i immediately started picking all the six seven black people in the gym i was like i got you you i saw three white dudes i said how y'all doing hey uh brother come on work with me all right cool cool because i'm like yo i'm here to win i'm not here to make disciples of nations okay i'm here to win the game then um the three white dudes they looked at me they said hey uh you must have been misinformed I'm the captain. I said, oh, that's cool, man. No problem, no problem. That's cool. He said, and we picked you. I said, for what? (laughs) Now, my issue with them was not the color of their skin, ladies and gentlemen. This was not a white-black thing, okay? The issue that I had was the shoes my man was wearing, okay? Let me show you what my brother was wearing. Come on, bro. Shorts on, I swear, he pulled out a protein bar. I said, what are we doing? We going on a hike, huh? We, well, we climbing a wall? No, we are here to play basketball. I said, no, nah, I can't do it. But as a Christ follower, I said, I got to lead the example in this nation for racial reconciliation, but I don't even feel like this is a race issue. This is a shoe issue. Come on, man. Like, if you're going to come play basketball, you ain't got to be Jordans. I'm not saying you got to go drop some dollars on some shoes, but they at least need to be basketball. Like, give me some. How did you get captain role in New Balances? I said, man, this is messed up, man. I said, all right, all right, you know, I'm, I'm held to a higher standard. All right, whatever. I, I'll play with you today. You know, I'm just going to lose all day. That's great. And to, to my surprise, I digress, ladies and gentlemen. He was actually pretty good at basketball. And we won about five games. You know, I was like, you know what? I I got it wrong. Don't we all, at some point, get it wrong? I mean, haven't people gotten it wrong about us? I was at the airport yesterday, coming back from a wedding, and I was wearing a full suit. And the TSA guy, he said, so, um... Tell me something about the stock market. I was like, why? For what? I'm like, I'm just wearing a suit. I'm not a stockbroker. He goes, oh, I don't know. I just thought. I'm like, cool. Thank you, I guess. There is somebody in your life. There is a group of people in your life that I want you to know today. Man, it might be bad news at the, at the beginning. It's good news at the end. But there's this group of people. There's this person. And guess what? You got it all wrong. And are we willing to go, you know what? 
Maybe I'm wrong. I want us to look at this, at this photo. Um, how many of you see pink and white? How many of you see teal and gray? How is it that we all could be staring at the same photo, but yet there's some other people, with, like some of you looking at your neighbor like, have you lost your mind? What is wrong with you? Uh, it's called color constancy. When certain colors are illuminated, uh, you are gonna see something different than, than I would see. And so ultimately we have a conundrum in the audience today. Ultimately, life comes down to, if you're a pink and white person, no pun intended, uh, but if you're a pink and white person, what do you do with all those teal and gray people? And if you're a teal and gray person, you're going, what do we do with all those pink and white people? They crazy. Because, I mean, can't we all at least agree that their shoes? Like, does anybody see shirts right now? Like, you know, like, yeah, I see a suit. No, you don't. This is the work I do in corporate America all the time. I walk in the boardroom, I put up this picture and just go, guys, it's shoes. They go, no, all the pink and white people fist on the desk. You're crazy, you teal and gray person. I mean, this is just shoes, right? Like, it's not a big deal, but if we're honest, this is politics. How could you see it another way? I mean, if we're honest, this is marriage. Every couple I've ever met with, this is what we did the whole time. It, it's pink and white, Ryan. Guy's going, it's teal and gray. I don't know, she crazy. This is trying to have a conversation with our kids. And, our, and we're frustrated with our parents. You can't, you just can't see it the way that I see it. And we get so frustrated. And before you know it, a color constancy, it, it's, it's, it's science. And you go, man, how can, how can we see politics? How can we see marriage? How can we see these relationships so different? And, and how can we explain that we could be talking about the same thing and be on completely different pages? It's because I believe that most of us see life through our pain. And before you know it, we get a perspective. Oh uh, yeah, we get, we get a perspective because you, you realize that our life experiences and the people that had influence on our life, every single one of us had a, a life view that was shaped and chiseled by somebody. Somebody gave us this. It was a dad, it was a coach, it was a teacher, it was a celebrity, it was social media, it was, uh, it was somebody, uh, maybe a pastor. Like they, they gave you a lens to see and now you go everywhere with your way of seeing everything. You go on dates like this. Oh, you a gold digger, huh? I see, I see how you ordered that salad. Yep, the last girl I was with was doing that too. And she ordered the same salad too. Getting all changes and stuff, getting all extra, sent the salad back. You know what, now nah, I'm done with you. You just like the left. Ryan, 2020 vision for others, my guy. What does that even mean? Never heard the expression before. Yeah, so, you know, obviously the 2020 vision kind of playing off of uh, obviously the year 2020. And Pete, I can tell you so many times where I've just gotten it wrong about somebody else, where I thought I had an idea about who they were or kind of put them in a box and I was just completely wrong. And on the other side of that, 
so many people have put me in a box or put a label on me that wasn't true. And they got it wrong. And, you know, I told a funny story about, you know, the guy wearing New Balances, but, you know, and that that's more on the humor side. But, man, you know, on the serious side, I mean, that, this happens every day. And I think it's important that we should pause long enough to uh, see life from somebody else's perspective and not make a bunch of assumptions. So that, that was the idea behind this message. That was the heart behind it is that, you know, even going into an election year where people simply see things completely different, um, you know, how do we how, how do we have those conversations? How do we still uh, have connection uh, with disagreement? So so that that was that was the heart behind that message. Yeah, man, you talked a lot, obviously, in the message about seeing things from other people's perspective. Explain to us the why that's so necessary, why that's so beneficial. I, I think we all are operating with a certain lens, a certain perspective that is inherently flawed. Um, because we can't see all perspectives, which means every single one of us is carrying some form of a blind spot or another. And so uh, the only way that you can see your blind spots is by asking somebody else what they are and being able to see life, the news, anything through someone else's perspective. And so I think we live in a world where it's like we feel like we have to have answers to everything. But I think we should be people that have more questions uh, than answers to be able to say, all right, it keeps us curious. It keeps us students of humanity, humans, others and going, all right, I think I've understood this or I know this about this person, these people. But do I really know unless I've really asked the questions and, and really done my homework on others. And I think that's important that we have a perspective because uh, when we are trying to go to work, when we're trying to lead, when we're trying to be married solely with our perspective, our way of doing things, it's inherently flawed and we're inherently going to get it wrong. I think we're going to be able to be a better person, have better relationships when we seek out other people's perspectives. Yeah, man, I really like the, the the thought you gave just about being people who have to have answers all the times because I, I feel like that too on social media. And uh, I never felt like that more uh, than a few weeks ago when the Ahmaud Aubrey situation kind of blew up online. Um, sure. And this is the first time, yo, that people have felt the pressures of social media. And honestly, right. like when you're on social media, you feel the pressure to post. And when you're off, you feel like, man, I don't know what's going on. Should I go right. post, you know? So right. uh, speak to the pressure for a minute. Why is there so much pressure surrounding social media right now? Do you, do you feel pressure to post like even with just your sphere of influence, do you do you feel pressure to post about things pertaining to race or things pertaining to culture? Do you feel that pressure? I didn't, but I did specifically surrounding this situation uh, for a few reasons. Number one, yeah. I'm black. Number two, I just got into health and fitness and lost a bunch of weight and been running. And number right. three, he was 25, I'm 27. So that mm. connection just, it, it felt too close to home. So I did right. feel like I had to say something that people in my sphere of influence were like, you're just going to act like this didn't happen. You're not going to say anything. And I had a few people that were mad that I didn't say more, you know, so. Right. Yeah. And, and you'll, you'll definitely have that. I had, um, I, I had it on both sides from, um, I had white people reaching out going, dude, I care. I want to say something, 
But if I do, I'm afraid black people are going to be like, hey, if if you don't join the fight now unless you plan on staying on the fight or you didn't post last time or, you know, they're going to get a guilt trip for sticking up for black people now of as opposed to, you know, before. And so they're afraid of that. Um, also had black people going, man, I don't want white people to think I'm an angry black man or an angry black woman uh, just for posting. And so both almost fall into this area of going, man, I, I just rather be rather be silent. And I think what happens when we do this to each other and put all this pressure on each other to um, do these, I don't know, post news game conference, like we're in game seven of the NBA finals and we got to go talk to the press about every single thing that happens in culture. And I think this, this pressure that is put on us, it, it makes us all get a little bit more politically correct to the point where I don't know if we're even having real conversations anymore because right. we're, we're so polished and somebody will spend a couple hours crafting 140 characters. And if it takes you two hours to craft 140 characters, then you have to question the authenticity of that 140 characters anyways. And so I think we, we've got to create a safe environment for people to disagree with us. And we're, we're just not very good at that, especially online. Uh, I, but I think the real change happens offline anyways. But I think we, we've got to give each other a lot of grace uh, for what we're posting, when we're posting it, and also for when we're not posting. You know what I told uh, the white people that called me? You know what I told the black people that called me? I told them both the same thing. You don't have to post. I know you feel like you have to, but you actually, you, you actually don't. And if you care, then just care. But you don't have to prove that you care. <laughs> on social media because right. sometimes when we post we act like 20 million people are following us you know when you got people with 140 followers trying to come up with 140 characters like who do you think is gonna read this? like and that's no that's no offense to somebody with a smaller following but it's just like sometimes we feel like because we post it well i'm done i did my job and it's like well I think I think the conversation should be happening offline about many things, you know, and and, and not not just race, but um, I, I think the 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 world we post on, where we can kind of take shots at each other on the internet, um, I think we should give grace to each other and be willing to sometimes message someone that may have offended you and maybe have an offline real conversation about some things that matter to us. Yeah, I think unconsciously, like you said, just care. You don't have to prove that you care. Social media right. has created this bubble where it's like, if you did something that's worth caring about, now you got to post about it. Like immediately when you were thinking, I thought about the I vote sticker, right? People like, they don't even really know anything about what they just voted for, but they got the sticker and they're like, I yeah. did this, you know? Um, right. So I guess the question becomes this, bro. Like, what filter should we use before we post, right? Uh, like, yeah. what should we be thinking about and in what situation does it require a, does does it require a post from us? You know, because I don't think we're going to stop posting. So, like, what is, what does that look like? No, I mean, I think we got to extend grace to one another when when someone else is posting. I think the second thing is is the and, and that's a really great question. What filter should we be using 
when we post. Um, I think we should be using the authenticity filter, the authenticity filter. And, and here's, you got to start asking ourselves, is this the real us? I mean, is, is this really who we are? And at, at some point you got to realize our world is not the world. The things that we care about is not the things that everybody else cares about. Everybody has a, a, a thing that they go, man, this, this is the thing that either breaks my heart or something that makes me righteously angry. This is the thing that I'm going, man, I, I'm going to stand up for this thing. And I think we have to be careful when we're going, hey, Pete, I need you to care about what I care about. And if you don't care about what I care about, then we can't be close. But I've got to give you space to care about the things that you care about without it going, well, we, we, we're, we're going to have some separation between us because we don't care about the same things. And uh, can I disagree with you and love you at the same time is an art. But I think it's, it's one that we desperately need. And, and it's okay to, to disagree with one another. But I think we got to be real, man. I think, um, you know, one of my best friends reached out to me. He saw the Ahmaud Arbery uh, video a couple weeks ago. And he called me the next day. I've been running every day in May. And I've been running in my neighborhood. And he called me three times at like seven in the morning. And I'm like, man, is he okay? So I answered the phone and he's like, bro. I'm, and, and he was shaken up. I mean, borderline in tears. He said, I never thought I would be worried for my best friend to just go running in his neighborhood. Are you okay? I was like, yeah, are you okay? You know? And, and here's what that was. That was a genuine response, an authentic response to something my friend saw. He didn't post on social media. He didn't record the conversation and say, well, talk to my black friend today. Guess what? You know, check that box, you know. No, there, there, was, there was a genuine response, an authentic conversation that we, him and I were able to have even just about it and, and just kind of how both of us were, were processing that. And so I, I, think, I think we've got to be authentic and let people post about what they want to post about and, and, and give people a little bit of, bit of slack. But I, I don't think that we can uh, have a social media scorecard where we're going, would you post about this? Did you post about this? And it's just like, well, on which medium? Did, what if I posted it on Snapchat, but didn't put it on the gram or, or what, I put it on <laughs> Facebook, but I didn't put it on Twitter. And it's just like, man, are we, are, are we PR companies? Or are we, are we humans? I think we got to give each other the space to be human. So Pete, the question I have for you is, so I'm in Texas and you're in Michigan uh, how is how is Michigan sort of responding to COVID nineteen at this stage? Is your governor at? Are you guys twenty five percent open? Are people in the streets? Are people hanging out? Are people still sheltered in place? Where, where are things at for you guys? Yeah, social distancing and shelter in place are still in full effect here. Man, people are uh, very upset about what our governor's doing. Uh, she hasn't been extremely clear about the plan to op reopen everything. Her phases haven't been clear. And so okay. people who would, would normally be very conservative, waiting, um, 
super obedient to authority are now going, I'm done. I'm not following these stupid rules anymore. And obviously you see that with all the protests going on in Michigan and uh, come, you know, people think that it's more than, than just what it is. They think there's a political agenda behind it, which who knows, but people are upset and they are letting people know online. I'm talking about people who haven't posted since 2018 are coming out the woodwork, you know, and saying, Governor Whitmer, we're done with you. And it's just like, wow, I didn't even know you were online still. Right. Um, I don't know, what about you, man? How, how are things going there? How are people responding to COVID? Are things open yet? Man, it's, it's a 50-50 ball here in Texas. Uh, we, we just, we were just, uh, given permission to open up 25% occupancy. Um, everywhere I go, I'm seeing more like 50% slash 100%. Some places you just kind of <laughs> drive by, you're like, the parking lot's full. There's no way, and there's no line outside, you know? Um, but yo, people are beefing over this. I mean, like, there there are people that, like, I mean, there, there's there, there are definitely, um, it, it seems like we were in it together, at the beginning, but over time, it's like it, there, there's. I'm starting to see a little bit of a divide of people that are like, "No, we're still taking this very seriously," and then others that are like, "Man, I ain't seen nobody in a long time. We about to turn up," <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and pe- people are like, dude, they'll, they'll especially online, man. You you. You you can't even you got to be careful what you post about where you hanging out. Exactly, because people will come at you like, you know, dude. I saw you dap up a guy. I saw you, you know, <laughs> saw you exactly. shake a hand, bro. Like what? I heard, I heard the story though. Like there was a picture of these girls who had their arms around each other. It was mm-hmm. posted in a church. It, it, there were just a small group of girls volunteering to make that service happen. And, right. he, and and one of the girls posted it, and they lit her up. They're like, you're supposed to be a Christian. You're supposed to be this. You're supposed to be following the rules. You're supposed to be a B. And you had your arm around another person. No mask in the picture. This is, I mean, people are ready to go to war over this. And I guess, you know, I... I don't want to completely cut those people off. So the question is, how do we express our frustrations uh, in a way that still, um, you know... That's still okay. Like, how do people? How are people supposed to express their grievances right now? What do you think, man? That's, that, that's a that's a great question. I, I think the healthy way to have these conversations and the healthy way to have relationships is to give each other the space to think differently. Um, my brother, who uh, has uh, his own podcast, um, who has his own platform who uh, he is uh, someone that uh, I admire. He is my best friend. Uh, We talk every single day about everything. Um, He has gotten into the fight for social justice um, in a way that I personally would not. We probably disagree on most things in terms of how we would go about a social justice fight on on some level or another. But he's still my best friend and he's still my brother. And we still talk every day and laugh every day. And, and I, I just think 
what we've done over the years is given each other space to live out our story. And the reality is, is my brother has had a vastly different experience with white people than I have. <laughs> and so I, I can't invalidate his experience by saying, well, here's my experience. And it's not so we can't, we can't say that I've, I've got to, I've actually got to allow him to have his story in his way without letting his way or my way getting between us. And so, man, we, we've been able to have some really healthy conversations as of late, just because we, and, and, and credit to him, he's been the one to kind of address like, Hey, are man, are we cool? I know that we might see this situation differently. Um, but man, are we, are we cool? And we're, we've been able to iron some things out. And I think you just got, we, we've, we've, we've got to give each other the space to see things differently and still love each other. And so, dude, we, we've got friends that have just said, man, we ain't sheltering in place no more. We're not social distancing. We don't even own masks. We ain't got no gloves. We, ain't, we, we, we out of hand sanitizer. They might be out of toilet paper. I don't know what they doing, but um, we may not be hanging out with them given, given our situation with our young kids and um, in, in our situation. So we've just said, man, like, so there's no beef between us. We, we, we're just deciding to navigate the pandemic differently than now. So there's, there's no, there's no shade on, on them. It's, it's, we, we've just decided to handle it different. And so I, I think um, they're, they're not, they're not evil people for doing that. Like they watch the news, they process, they read articles, they read some of the same articles that we're, that we're reading. They're, they're looking at some of the same news clips that we're watching. And I, I just think that when someone comes to a different conclusion than us, that's okay. In fact, I think that's good for us to be able to have someone else's perspective. Dude, I was, I was on the phone uh, with my middle brother today and he was talking about a friend who uh, he was like, Hey man, have you been going golfing? You know, cause social distance, you can, you can, you, you know, you can hit the lanes you know, and do some social distancing. And the guy was like, nah, absolutely not. My brother's like, why? He's like, dude, I've had seven family members die from COVID-19 in the last month. Seven family members. Not one of them has he been able to bury. And so it's like, on one hand, you got people, some people that aren't taking it very seriously. You got some other people that are going, dude, I'm taking it more seriously than I ever had before. And I've, I've had to watch seven family members go. And so I, I think... I think we've got to be able to respect both sides and say, hey, you've come to your conclusion and, and that's okay. And, and hey, th this, is, this is what we're going to do for the foreseeable future until, until we hear uh, more, some more procedures. And, and I think that's okay, man. I, I think as it pertains to whether it's politics, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's race, uh, I think we've got to be able to really hear each other out and understand that, man, some people come to some different conclusions than us. And that doesn't mean we have to write them off. It doesn't mean that we don't have to hang out with them anymore. It, it, it means that, you know what, they just simply think differently than us and we can still love them just the same. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, that's a powerful thought, man. I think it's I think the follow up question to that then would be like, what are some of the phrases or the, the strategies I need to use to help people walk through? what they're going through or just to let them, you know, say what they want to say. Like, uh, I, even myself, I have a difficult time when I think differently and I hear someone say something that's completely differently. I'm like, 
how do I even respond to this? Do I just go, okay, or what, what can I conjure up? You know, Pete, you and me, we work pretty hard. You know, we have several irons in the fire. Um, you're, you're a host of multiple podcasts. Thank you for doing this. Um, and honestly, I, I think it's, 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 it's a respect thing for other people that have done really, really hard work and come to completely different conclusions. Yeah. And it's wow. a good thought. They, they've, they've looked at some of the exact same facts and just walked away with a different conclusion. And I can't, I can't fault them for that. I, I think you, we have to respect each other to say, you know what? Um, none of us, most of us are not trying to intentionally be idiots. We're not waking up going, I'm, 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 I'm about to be stupid today. No, I think, I think we're all trying our best in the season to go, all right, man, I've, I've got enough information. And some people are like, man, this isn't, this isn't that big of a deal. Um, where we live, there's only been one case in our suburb. Uh, whereas in the city of Dallas, there's been a whole lot more. So, I understand why people would have some some different views on that. And I think we just got to pause sometimes, Peter. I think we got to pause long enough to go, you know what, while internally I may be disagreeing with you right now, what would it look like for me to lean in and go, tell me more? I think those are some of the most powerful words in the English language when it comes to relationships. Tell me more. Hey, how did how did you guys come to that conclusion a little bit more? Bro, and uh you're you're getting ready to have a baby, okay? So I'm I'm gonna just prepare you for a second, okay? All right, let's do in, it. In the mom world, bro, you 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 talk about camps and disagreements on what to do with kids and what medicine and foods and organic and uh, uh, dude blogs for days on on both sides do you start getting into to vaccines and should you vaccine your children should you not vaccine oh bro you, they people will go at it oh, over that deal alone and um so did I, I was talking to uh, uh another one of my best friends man where we were just talking about vaccines <laughs> who's got into a vaccine deal and, and he was like, hey, man, what conclusions have, have you and your wife come to? And I, and I was like, man, here, here are the conclusions that we came to. And he came to a completely different conclusion. And I was like, that's awesome. And he's like, but, well, but wait, wait, wait. Why did you come to that conclusion? I said, hey, man, I'm not trying to sway you. I'm just telling you, man, this was the sum total of the articles that we read. And dude, here's the deal. When you Google it, you'll find just about the same amount of articles to support Really, whatever it is that you want to believe, okay? There's there's a camp that will rah 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 you, and that man, that I, that's great. You know, I, I think um, at the end of the day, I think we just got to respect each other to say, hey, you know, we're we're trying to do the best thing for our families, for our lives, for our homes, and um, and, and I, I think it's it's a respect thing, and I think when we lean in a little bit more to say, hey, let me hear your story. How did you? How did you come to this conclusion? And I, I just think that our relationships are going to get stronger. And I've come to grips with something that has absolutely changed my life. We might have to do a whole episode on this. 
I've come to grips with the fact that I don't need to change anybody's mind about anything. And I sleep very well at night. <laughs> I don't have to change anybody's mind. I, I, don't, I, don't have to, I don't have to change anybody. Like, I could live in a world where I continue to be exactly who God has called me to be, try and inspire and help as many people as I possibly can before I die. And I actually don't need anybody to change their mind. I don't. I, I don't have to sit with anybody and go, I need you to start thinking more like me. I don't need, I don't need that. I, I, I can actually give them space to be themselves. And if someone says, man, I really like the way that you think. Man, where did that come from? Man, I'm more than happy to share. But I, I just think our relationships are going to improve when we give each other a little bit more space and where we're asking more and more questions and, and leaning in more and, and, and really, hey, how did you come to that conclusion? Dude, I've, I've, I've sat with some white people and go, hey, what are, what are the questions you have about black people that you're afraid to ask out loud? Like, wh- what is it? Dude, you'd be surprised. They're like, oh, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm like, dude, I promise you, you're fine, bro. Like, I got you. Like, I'm, I'm not going to attack you. They're like, no, no, I, I don't have any questions. I'm like, you got questions, bro. You got questions. And what, what it's doing is it's creating a safe place to go, all right, let me give you understanding. Let me, because, dude, here's the deal. As it pertains to Ahmaud Arbery, who, unfortunately, in the black community, we call it, he became a hashtag uh, because he was shot in the middle of a street, unarmed by two white men. And that's how you get hashtag. Unfortunately, that's, that's, what, that's what it's called, okay? And so what most people don't realize is there have been, uh, I think, four new hashtags since Ahmaud Arbery. More accidental shootings of innocent black people that were unarmed where in the situation where, albeit the police, people went, oh, we got the wrong guy. It was an accident. It's like some case. And again, we don't get all of the facts of every single case. But it's like, man, trying to keep up with all of these hashtags is hard for black and white people. So I just think, man, we got to give we got to give a lot of grace to each other in this process. And um, I think as these things occur, I think we've just got to operate with some authenticity to say, man, I, I can't keep up with everything. But the stuff that I have seen, man, if there's anything that I can do. Man, if there's anybody I can reach out to, tell me more is always going to be better than, well, here's what I think. And so I, I, I think that's how we can move forward is, is by having some conversations and being able to, to give people the safe space to, to actually be authentic in who they really are. Otherwise, um, pretending to care on a post isn't really caring at all, is it? Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Man, I appreciate your thoughts on that. This was LifeCast with Ryan Leak. I'm your host, Peter Reeves. Man, our hope is that this podcast will help you. And uh, if it did, would you like, comment, share, and subscribe to this podcast? We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.